0: Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Have You Not Heard? This is the podcast that brings you hope and healing that comes from the combination of sound psychology and God's truth and the Holy Spirit healing. I'm Angel H. Davis. I am your host today. We have a heavy topic. We're going to talk about sex trafficking, but we are going to talk about it from the freedom and the healing that God has survivors. And Christy Freeland is with us today. It's an honor to have her. She has an amazing testimony herself, and she brings all the light and life into this dark situation that can be had. Um, She's a walking testimony of God's healing. She's a Jesus follower. She's a wife and a mother She's, again, a survivor. She's an advocate for other people to come out of the darkness into the light. She's actually a trainer also um, to help with that area. She's a speaker, worship leader. The list goes on. She's going to tell you more about what she's up to. But she's also developing a nonprofit to help other women come from the dark to the light. So without further ado, let's hear from Christy. Welcome, Christy.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be with you today.
0: Yeah, and thanks for taking your time. Well, let's jump in because you have your own personal story. And so we want to hear some of that.
1: Absolutely. It is the story um, that has brought me with you here today. And uh, at 40 years old, in the middle of a jewelry store parking lot, I felt the spirit of the Lord ask me so strongly, are you going to have a midlife crisis or a midlife healing? Mm. And it truly could have gone either way. I was the epitome of a hot mess and under a tremendous amount of pressure. And I was undergoing litigation against the man who had sexually abused me as a child through a new law at the time called the Hidden Predator Act. This was on top of my high-stress corporate job where I was closing out the month of an $80 million construction project,
0: Mm.
1: and I realized my precious wedding ring had completely broken into pieces and all of the diamonds had fallen out. Earlier that day, I had frantically called the store asking what could be done, and they told me to bring it right in. It would be covered under their warranty, and they would repair it at no cost. Hmm. To say I was extremely relieved is an understatement. I even sprinted right out the door of my office without even telling my boss goodbye or where I was even going. But the news I received the day after dropping it off was not what I wanted or expected, Hmm. but it was the truth. And it hurt, much deeper than I even expected. And it hit me in wounds that I wasn't even aware of. The manager explained to me that my ring was broken beyond repair. But not to be dismayed, there was a possible solution to send my ring to their corporate office in Colorado to go through a process called recasting unfamiliar like I was, I'll share that process with you. All of the remaining diamonds in my ring would be removed, and the broken pieces of metal would go through a refining process until all of those impurities and the weaknesses in the metal were gone. They refine that metal by heating it to almost 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit, melt it down, stir it, and skim it over and over for the impurities that rise to the top, And then a strengthening additive is introduced. The jeweler are continuously repeats this process until there are no impurities and it is perfected. And then Mm. they take that perfected liquid metal and they recast it into the same mold as before using intense pressure. There are no pockets of air or bubbles and the shape is perfect. They add back those original diamonds, and voila, (laughs) it's recast into its new form. There you go. Yes. The ring would look exactly the same on the outside, but inside, it would be much stronger and be Mm. brand new. Mm. A Mm. new creation. Well, at that time in my life, I couldn't even imagine this precious ring riding across the United States in a FedEx box, much less this. In my mind, it would no longer be the ring my husband put on my finger on our wedding day. Just Mm -hmm. a fake. (laughs) Right. I impulsively told that manager, absolutely not. I wanted my ring back. Whether it was broken or not, end of story. Mhm. so she did very surprised and very confused she handed me back the broken pieces of my ring and that's exactly how I ended up in that jewelry store parking lot with the Holy Spirit speaking to me so strongly are you going to have a midlife crisis or a midlife healing mm. it's your choice and then I unloaded on God in the middle of that jewelry store parking lot. I reminded him of all the hardships and traumas I had faced in my 40 years on earth. I was devastated all over again after becoming a mother that my own family as a child had not made it. And I had never even acknowledged that it made me feel broken Mm -hmm. and left a huge gaping hole in my heart until I became a mother myself. And that's because my parents actually did a really good job of co-parenting me together from the age of two when they divorced. Even both sides of my family loved each other well, which you don't hear of a lot.
0: (laughs) Right, right. But
1: nothing can truly replace having that family unit together in the way Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. designed. Yes. And that's Mm -hmm. not to point fingers at them and blame them because they did love me so well
0: right and that could be a whole nother podcast but (laughs) right right (laughs) Right. maybe
1: you can invite me back for part two
0: there you go Um,
1: I'm I'm so blessed to have them both even have a beautiful blended family with sisters and a bonus dad and bonus sisters that I adore and I could not imagine my life without them Uh, but because of this fallen world being outside of the will of God brokenness Mm -hmm. exists
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and uh then from the ages of 8 to 14, I was sexually abused by a father figure in my life, which completely changed the trajectory of my identity from years to come. Although you would have never known it because I wore a mask very well. Mm-hmm. I, was a, you know, I was from that wonderful family, God-fearing, in church every time the doors opened, And just like you'll see me leading worship today, I began singing in church at the young age of 7. I gave my life to the Lord and was baptized at the age of 7. And I realize now the enemy has been after my voice from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an excellent student, received the Hope Scholarship and a vocal performance scholarship to college and was slated to perform at Carnegie Hall in New York with the chamber singers from my school. I had um, a lot of promise in life ahead of me, but my unresolved pushdown trauma continued to cycle and resurface until I made poor decision after poor decision, and one that should have cost me my life. Also, going to college and leaving my support system of that family
0: Mm -hmm. was
1: really something that also kind of set me up um, for more vulnerability. And at that time, I met a man older than me who promised to love and take care of me, um, promised me a job that was not exactly... (laughs) Hmm. what it seemed to be, and I ran away from all that promise in front of me. What he actually did was traffic me out of a legal establishment uh, in Atlanta during the 1996 Olympics.
0: Hmm.
1: Only by the grace of God did I get out of that situation, but again did not heal and continued repeating that cycle by choosing another toxic relationship that led to domestic violence, addiction and then revictimizing myself by being in an industry that was so far outside of my character and identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point in my life I had succumbed to the lies and the identity, those abusers made me believe I was. And then that relationship eventually ended in a terrible divorce. Mm-hmm. But back in that parking lot, <laughs> mm-hmm. I continued unloading on God, saying, Why do you always take from me?
0: Mm. Wow. But
1: yeah, I was blaming Him mm-hmm. instead of this broken world. Wow. It, it was about the broken ring, but it
0: mm-hmm. wasn't about so the much ring. more. Yeah. So that was mm-hmm. pivotal in your turning of your okay. story. So yeah, so tell us more about how God used that to help you enter into the healing and the freedom that you have today. In that
1: jewelry store parking lot, and with my experience, his voice started as a whisper, but as I continued to unload on him, his Uh voice got louder and louder. And at this point, he said very strongly Midlife crisis or midlife healing, your choice. You Mm -hmm. keep shouting and complaining about Mm -hmm. all of these traumas you face, but you're missing a key point. Mm -hmm. Don't you see my daughter, your traumas are the broken pieces of that ring that you are unwilling to surrender to me. You are holding them so tightly, just like you're holding the broken pieces of your wedding ring. Mm -hmm. And you're refusing me And not allowing me to recast you into your true identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to surrender those pieces to me. Just like in Isaiah 48, 10, I have refined you, though not as silver, but in the furnace of affliction. Mm -hmm. I have melted all of those broken pieces, stirred and refined out all the impurities. Introduced the strengthening additive, which is the blood of Jesus that paid your account in full and made you into a new creation, stronger, more beautiful, refined and recast into the woman I created you to be. And so that night, I decided I wanted more of him, that midlife healing (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. your choice
1: yes and I did apologize to that manager by the way for being a hard head and <laughs> I
0: also asked the Lord to
1: forgive me repented yeah. from that Amen. and recast me mm-hmm. I was ready to drop the labels the world had given me mm-hmm. and I wanted to stand in my identity in Christ so that evening in the presence of the Lord in his word and worship I began to write out all of those traumas I had Mm. been through Mm -hmm. and the lies the enemy had spoken over me and the Lord used his word to show me how to recast those lies into his truth Mm. using his word. And in the midst of my worship of him and the wise counsel I had been receiving through the counsel of his Holy spirit and my wonderful spirit, spirit filled therapist. Mm -hmm. He began to set me free and truly heal me. And Mm. this is what he showed me. I came from a broken home, but in Christ I am reclaimed. Mm. And he gave me scripture for each one of these. That one was John 1, 12. I was sexually abused, but in Christ I am restored. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. I was trafficked, but in Christ I am rescued. Psalm 91, 14 through 15. I was addicted, but in Christ, I am recovered. First Corinthians 10, 13. I went through domestic violence, divorce, severe PTSD and anxiety, but in Christ, I am reassured. First Peter 5, 7, which is one I still do every day, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Amen. I went through extreme grief and loss because my precious husband I'm married to today. We lost twins along the way, but in Mm. Christ, I'm refined. Uh, Psalm Psalm 12, 6 says the words of the Lord are pure words like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. Mm. And I do have a disease and illness because I was also later in life, even though it's a genetic illness I was born with was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis so i ha- have a disease and illness but in christ i'm redeemed second mm-hmm. corinthians 4 16 through 18 so we can find the truth about our father to recast those lies that the enemy wants to place on us and that mm-hmm. the world wants to place on us there is mm-hmm. truth in him
0: mm-hmm. that's so great and amen to that and You know, in psychology, we call that cognitive reframing. Mm -hmm. The Bible calls it mind renewal and heart healing. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, it's a process. Mm -hmm. But you you he he meets you where you're at and he takes you and you have a beautiful story of that. And yes, so you're finding the freedom, you're finding the healing, you're replacing the lies. God is healing all of those, what we would, if you listed all of those I- mental illnesses and illnesses, we would say, Christy, how are you walking around? Right? <laughs> I mean, yes. How are you functioning at all? But God, this is what our God does. And that's why I love yes. your story. Uh, we don't all have such a vivid story, but we have stories. Uh, like this. We all need um, those lies replaced from the enemy because that started at the Garden of Eden and continues today. Yes. So we're focusing, you know, there's so many areas of your story we could focus on, but today we're focusing on the sex trafficking, you know, with the Super Bowl having just finished, that's historically a heavy sex trafficking weekend. So You know, I know you're doing a lot of work in that area. So, can you tell us more about it? Give us some more information. A lot of people don't understand that this is happening in our town, in our state, in our area. Yes.
1: And it's actually not the Super Bowl itself
0: or any other
1: major event per se, it's the people who are already buying sex, and then there's an influx of sex buyers into that city. So I really like to frame it for the responsibility of who it is. Good. Um, There are girls, boys, men, women um, who are also transported
0: from Mm. city
1: to city into this purpose as well, Um, Mm -hmm. into clubs, into legal establishments, into homes, private parties for these buyers Um, And then there's also an influx into establishments like strip clubs, um, bars, Mm -hmm. that fuels this environment. Um, And so the one thing when I'm educating people on sex trafficking is, you know, let's go to definitions. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of information out there. So a great um, website to go to. Uh, worldpopulationreview.com. I wanted to get, what does 2023 say? Because it changes constantly. So mm-hmm. I even had to update my statistics for your interview because we're in a new year. Wow. And I was so encouraged by this, um, just for our state. So I'm actually really excited to share some news about this. Great. Um, but for our state of Georgia, I mean, it breaks my heart across the nation and across the globe, but I actually have some encouraging things to share about Georgia. Um, But let's define it. What is human trafficking? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not just sex trafficking. We've got a major issue going on here. Um, And worldpopulationreview.com says human trafficking is a serious crime and violation of human rights involving force, coercion or fraud to exploit a person into slave labor or sexual exploitation. It can happen to people of all ages and genders and any race or religious background. I mean, if it can happen to me, Mm -hmm. it can happen to anybody. That's why I share my story because people from my church and my background, they're like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They can't even believe that this happened to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Women are often used for sexual exploitation while men are often used for forced labor, but Mm. vice versa. It can happen to all people. Mm-hmm. It, and it's also believed that one in five human trafficking victims are children. Oh, wow. Exploited for begging, child pornography, and sex, or simple child labor. Mm. Um, as of 2023, the top 10 states from first to 10th are Mississippi, Nevada, District of Columbia, mm. Missouri, which is not a state, but they're calling it one. Nebraska, California, Florida, Arkansas, Texas, and Oregon. Um, As of the last several years, it was California, Florida, and Texas were top three. And Mm. Georgia was ranked number five. Oh, wow. But Georgia has fallen to number 11. And that has only happened since Brian Kemp and First Lady Marty Kemp have taken office. Mm. And they have been the first governors that I have seen in my adult life that have truly taken a plight um, against trafficking in this state.
0: Mm. And
1: since they have been in office, the legal establishment where I was trafficked in 1996 on Cheshire Bridge Road in Atlanta has been shut down.
0: Mm.
1: Now have I have all of them? No. So we have so much work left to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that they're serious and have a heart to continue in this term because they've actually invited me on Friday to meet with their house legislative liaison and policy advisor in the mm-hmm. office of the governor to discuss how we can continue helping the victims of trafficking in our state. That's awesome. Um, A21.org was the first organization that I really um, started diving into and um Actually, was a part of my healing. Christine Kane, right. a about her. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, they list three things on their website. that um, That's really helps people understand. Uh, vulnerability is the first one. Um, mm-hmm. There has to be a vulnerability in an individual to make them vulnerable to track to trafficking. You know, makes them more susceptible to trafficking and exploitation. Uh, sexual abuse victims, which I was. Mm -hmm. Um, are at a much higher risk for trafficking later in life. Mm -hmm. Other risk factors like uh, instability, violence in the home, uh, poor education, poverty, homelessness, uh, isolation. And then that leads to exploitation um, and that can come through coercion, deception. It can be forced like, you know, kidnapping. I mean, we see that today, but a lot of times it comes through false job opportunities um, Mm. like modeling, a music career, um, mm-hmm. the lover boy method, which is what I fell for. Mm-hmm. And now today, look at all your social media apps, meeting right. online, mm-hmm. um, or even being sold by a family member
0: mm-hmm.
1: into labor or sex trafficking.
0: And, and I know then- a lot of people are having trouble right now, believing that this is happening in their, you know, that this is actually happening in their locale. Oh, it's happening locally. Like, yeah. you don't have to go on a
1: mission trip in another state or in another country. Like, it's happening mm. in your zip code. Okay. In legal establishments, not mm-hmm. on your street corners, mm-hmm. not even in your strip clubs in your area. Right. You tell me your zip code, I'm going to tell you where it's happening.
0: Okay. All right. And
1: then. There's re-victimization afterwards because a lot of times when a survivor exits a trafficking situation, just like Mm -hmm. I did, that Mm -hmm. resulting trauma perpetuates that likelihood of either being re-exploited by someone else
0: or exploiting yourself. Right, right. Wow. Wow. So thank you that you are using your pain for purpose and helping out that way. And we're going to pray for you for Friday, even though if it'll be past time when this podcast goes uh, live, but still God's not out of time. He can handle Mm -mm. that. Yeah. So any other statistics before we kind of talk about what people can do if they have a loved one or they themselves are listening to this and have, have dealt with this or um, any other facts or statistics you want to share um well i think that that kind of goes in you know what
1: can the average person do to help yes stop Mm -hmm. um know the signs
0: Mm. um
1: that's what we can do like don't close our eyes
0: okay um
1: not to look away Mm -hmm. Um, because there were so many people even law enforcement um, when I was being moved from hotel to hotel, um like we lived in hotels.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
1: and I owned the car we, we had, but I didn't have possession of that car. Mm -hmm. So, um, again on a 21.org, it's just, just a resource of information. Um, they list knowing the signs being, and I'm not going to read the details, but I will just kind of go over the headlines. And then if someone's interesting, um, interested in finding out all the details, that's a great, it's a 21org
0: And I'll put that Um, in the show notes for people. Yeah.
1: It's um, being controlled by another person, um, controlled movement, like what I said, mm-hmm. I had a car, but I didn't have possession of my car, my keys, um, lack of earnings. I, I, I made the money, but I didn't have it,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: overly fearful, depressed and submissive behavior. I know today people are like, you were submissive. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's why,
1: that's why I'm bolder today and have a voice because I, I, you know, the Lord restored that in me, um, lack of official identification. Um, some may have substance abuse issues because they're controlled that way. I was easily submissive because of my own abuse as a child. So that wasn't something that I dealt with, but that is a very, very prevalent issue, Mm -hmm. um, lack of personal belongings. I had maybe two outfits at Mm -hmm. that time,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, deceived by a false job offer. Um, I thought I was going to be, you know, a singer and a model. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was not what was happening at all, obviously. Um, unfamiliar with the language. You see that a lot. Um, with the different types of legal establishments um, that you may see in your neighborhood that may be posing as a certain type of business, but that's not what's happening. Um, Bad health and malnutrition. Mm. Uh, I was about 90 pounds when I came home. I wasn't being fed Mm. Um, signs of physical abuse. Um, And one thing that I will say is um, we're often beaten in areas that wouldn't damage my face. Um, mm-hmm. because of right. obvious issues or I was choked, um, you know, where I, my breath was taken out of me, but there were no bruises they right. you know what they're doing. Right. Um, lack of trust. I mean, and that's still something that even 46 years old today mm-hmm. is something I still deal with, mm-hmm. um, that hypervigilance from, from PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very hard for me to trust. Uh, Signs of dependence and that, you know, the lover boy method means that they gain trust um, in a romantic relationship. So you have that codependence and um, the trauma bond, Mm -hmm. a very, very hard bond to break. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the feeling of being trapped, you know, unable to leave that situation. So we just can't turn a blind eye. Mm -hmm. Um, If you see something, there are um, different, um, you know, A twenty one, like I said, has a lot of great um, resources that you can look. If you have a feeling that something is happening, I I would implore you: you can anonymously report things, okay? And they would rather you be wrong and report than not report.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: there is a national human trafficking line. Okay. Um, 888 373
0: 7888 Okay. And again, I'll put that in the show notes so everybody can have that. So if somebody is in relationship with another person or just even in passing, if you're at work or along the way of your life, you get these Hence, that something's going on. It's better to report than not.
1: Yes, and I, you know, as a darkness to light facilitator too, um, if you see something, say something. And if you're not comfortable, just going straight to authorities, which obviously, right, you know, you don't want to be overly mm-hmm. reporting just because you just got a gut feeling. I'm going, you know, we don't want to go from that angle of fear, right. We want to balance that with truth. We can't get so hyper vigilant that we're running around basing everything on fear. There's got to be some truth in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, but find a find a trusted advocate. Find an advocacy center. Um, talk to a law enforcement um, person that you trust. But if you have if you're in a situation that is dire, um, you know. I would say err on the side of safety and we have law enforcement and trafficking hotlines and advocacy centers and advocates in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to, we have to step
0: out of our comfort
1: zone. We, we just have to.
0: And so what do you mean by that?
1: Well, just think about what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. This is not a story I really like telling. Right. Um, You know, I really could have gone the rest of my life um, with my Mm
0: -hmm. family
1: and just, you know, and and, in our little country home and Mm -hmm. with my cushy job and um, just stayed in that and and would have been completely content and happy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just couldn't. Right. Um, I couldn't comfortably live knowing that one person might be out there depending on me to be brave.
0: Right. And that one person's soul mm-hmm. is is worth it. So if we have a loved one who we think might be dealing with something, just because they have some of the indicators you're talking about, if we educate ourselves, could we gently just say something to them? Could we... Um, obviously we can pray and ask the Holy Spirit how to intervene, obviously, or what if there is an intervention for you to take, but how would that average person get out of their comfort zone?
1: Well, I just want to encourage them first that there is hope, there is healing,
0: mm-hmm. there
1: is freedom, and there is help.
0: Mm-hmm. Please
1: don't give up on them.
0: Amen. Amen. On that meet one.
1: them where they are in their mess mm-hmm. in the dirt <laughs> mm-hmm. that's where jesus met me mm-hmm. that's where jesus met the woman caught in adultery when everyone wanted to stone her and shame her mm-hmm. and we have to be like jesus but mm-hmm. just like jesus he didn't leave me there he didn't leave her there mm-hmm. and we can't leave them there either
0: hmm
1: we mm-hmm. have to share the good news of the gospel mm-hmm. but most of the time from what I've seen in trauma victims you have to show the love of Christ so they can have those eyes that see and ears that hear to be able to receive it mm-hmm. and when you do then they can be open to receive that word of truth mm-hmm. understand that worship is our weapon and see that wise counsel can be a vessel of the holy spirit. So those mm-hmm. three things and that nonprofit that the lord gave me, mm-hmm. the vision of healing, those mm-hmm. are the three tenets that he oh. gave me that it has to stand on as the word, the worship and wise counsel. Love and that. so um, but we have to meet people where they are.
0: So we're talking about just again seeing the person, loving them, You know, whatever relationship we have with them, just nurturing that. And like you said, it's hard to trust um, because of what's going on or what has gone on in the past. So just being a consistent, loving uh, person in their lives can then open the door to maybe more conversations, something like that. But even that is a healing uh, in itself. It's a beginning of healing, right? Or it can be part of the healing to have somebody that just cares and somebody that sees and somebody that is willing to say, Hey, I'd like to get to know you better. Or is there anything I can do for you or whatever it is? Yes.
1: Being the hands and feet of Jesus and being able to see people from a higher perspective Mm -hmm. from seeing them through our father's eyes, which is actually a dream that he gave me this year. Uh huh. Um, Being able to see people through his eyes um, is going to be huge for someone that doesn't understand his character, Mm -hmm. um, but always having the balance of truth and grace, right? Right. If we go too far on grace, they're not hearing his truth and truth is healing, right? If if we're too heavy on truth, then they're not receiving his grace and that's just going to make them feel ashamed.
0: Mm -hmm. And so we
1: have to come with that balance of truth and grace at all times. Right. And that is where the healing is.
0: That's good. That's a good word. Very good. You know, as you talk about seeing people through the father's eyes, I, I just love that. And I know you got a lot more to say about that, but I think about the women at the well and how mm. God just called out her true identity. He saw her. And so that's part of how we love people, right? We don't see them. Yes. We honor the fact that they're broken and maybe traumatized and different things, but we also cast out that vision of hope to be restored and recast in the words he's giving you into their true identity and the freedom that God has for them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And talking about that dream where he, he told me that we have got to see people through his eyes, through his higher perspective. Um, You know, the word he gave me in that dream or 2023 I don't do new year's resolutions I always ask for a word in a scripture of the year mm-hmm. he told me that through his higher perspective um, it's like the year of the eagle to mm-hmm. rise and renew
0: mm-hmm. how the
1: eagle flies above the storm to see more clearly just like in Isaiah 40:31, 31 and the Lord will renew us in his strength
0: mm-hmm. on wings
1: like eagles we have to depend on him and not ourselves we have to abide in his will and not run ahead, but soar on his wind and wings. Mm. So that same night he showed me how to recast the lies the enemy spoke over me. He also gave me this vision of ministry, of the gospel of Jesus, of healing, of advocacy for other trauma survivors like me. And uh, this was now over five years ago, going into six since i turned 46.
0: Mm-hmm. And um
1: This I have learned to abide in him and his will and wait for those open doors and relationships, his pathways in front of me. So I don't run ahead and mess it up in my own way. And that's coming from my type A personality. (laughs) And so he told me to just praise him, worship him, Mm -hmm. be still and know, Mm
0: -hmm. and that he's
1: my defender and my protector and he'll make a way. Mm. And so now he's taken me from abused to survivor to thriver into his healer through his spirit not through my Mm -hmm. own ways Mm -hmm. and um, he has recast me from a wounded abused girl into a speaker worship leader survivor advocate like you were talking about as a darkness to light facilitator where i teach others how to make children safer through sexual abuse prevention um, and trained to be a mental health coach, and advancing uh, my credentialing to board certification as a master mental health coach with specialization in crisis and trauma, um, biblical counseling and professional Christian life coaching, and credentialing as a victim's advocate. Mm-hmm. do deeply believe in the healing power of the word of God, worship as our weapon, and wise counsel as a vessel of the Holy Spirit. And I do believe it because that is the healing he took me through and continues Mm. to use in my life. And so those are the three tenets of the nonprofit that he's placed in my heart that I do believe will come to fruition in Mm -hmm. his timing and his power and the mission through that vision the Lord has placed in my heart to be the bridge that provides access to faith-based trauma-informed therapeutic resources for Mm -hmm. those experiencing crisis and trauma. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I share my story because when we do step out in faith and freedom, Mm -hmm. we give
0: others permission to do the same. Amen on that one. Right. And talk about beauty out of the ashes. I mean, your story is such, and just to be able to have this conversation and I can say as a trained counselor that, um, where God has brought you in five to six years is uh, warp speed <laughs> of, of healing. And there's a depth of healing that can only come through Christ. Um, and sound psychology is good. It's a good servant of Christ, but uh, only Christ can go to the really deep places and, and make things new recast as your ring story says. And so I am so, so grateful Christy, for getting to know you, but also more so for what you're doing um, and how you are following the Holy Spirit, being obedient to God and, and using your pain for purpose. It's going to help a lot of people. I'm, uh, hopefully we'll have you back and we'll hear more. But <laughs> for today, we're going to land the plane and always like to close um, and have you pray for those that are listening. Those you do that for us.
1: Yes, I will. And just as a last piece of encouragement
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, that he's just placing on my heart. um, If you are living in crisis right now and desperate for healing Mm. and have beautifully broken pieces and wanting that recast um, process into your true identity in Christ, it is time to drop those labels the world has given you. It's time He's ready, mm-hmm. but you have to be willing to surrender because he's, he's such a good God that he's not going to force you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but it is time.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: be set free in 2023.
0: Amen. <laughs> Let's Amen. rise
1: and renew on those equal swings. Mm-hmm. So holy, holy father, precious father, thank you, Holy Spirit, our being, our comforter, our counselor. Thank you, Jesus, for being willing to be the bridge back to our Heavenly Father. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for loving us so much that you sent him to us to be that bridge back to you. We didn't deserve it, but you loved us so much right here in our mess Mm -hmm. right here in the dirt right here where we are at the foot of the cross every single one of us we are all equal the trafficked the traffickers the abused the abusers we Mm -hmm. are all equal at the foot of the cross Mm -hmm. and so Father God I pray for healing for freedom, for repentance, for redemption, and for every single one of us to be recast into your identity today. Mm -hmm. Whoever's listening today, Father, I just pray for hearts to receive your healing. And thank you that I know that you can penetrate even the hardest hearts, because you penetrated mine through all the hurt And through all my sin, the ones done against me and the ones I committed all on my own. And you've redeemed me. You've healed me. And you are healing me until the day that I see you face to face.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. And Lord, would you just continue opening up doors and relationships for your glory just for your glory and for your people that so desperately need you. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you for Angel. Would you continue to bless her and her ministry? Thank you for this partnership that we can work together for healing and freedom Mm -hmm. for the people that need it. So they can spend eternity with you because that's what it's all about. It's about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we can leave here in this earth knowing that this is just a temporary, a momentary affliction, Father. Mm -hmm. That in the light of your glory, this will all fade away. So provide that hope and that peace of knowing that this will fade but that there is still healing while we're here. That it doesn't just have to wait until we're with you. That on earth as it is in heaven, can be here right mm-hmm. now, in this moment, today. Whoever is under the sound of my voice, Father, today, they can be recast into your identity in Jesus Christ. No matter what the, lo- what the world has spoken over them, there is truth in your word on what you say, on who and whose they are, there is truth to be found. And if they need somebody to show them, there is help. I am a help, and there are resources available. And Father God, just let us, let us be your vessels. Let us not have an ounce of ourselves within us when we are called to help the people that you need us to help and we thank you and praise you Mm -hmm. that we have the honor of being your hands and feet to show Mm -hmm. your love and your grace and speak your truth in the mighty name and covered in the powerful blood of Mm -hmm. our savior jesus
0: yes amen amen Wow, you guys, what a testimony of beauty out of the ashes. You know, Isaiah 61 is one of the bedrocks of my ministry, also bedrocks of Christy's ministry. So if if you want to contact her, um, go to recastme.org. Please do not suffer in silence. Or if you think that you know somebody that is suffering, as as um, Christy said, it's better to err on the era of of maybe being wrong but trying to help somebody all the information is in the show notes that you need um, to contact christy or have the national uh hotline to call and also the a21 website so thank you so much for tuning in today i do pray blessing upon blessing and healing upon healing over people's lives Let's help each other uh, come into the freedom that God has for us and the healing and the hope um, by sharing this with somebody else that, um, who knows, might be struggling. So many victims struggle in silence. And so you never know um, as God leads you to share this with somebody who it might help. But also if you're suffering, please know that there is that hope and healing. So cry out to God. Take the next step that he gives you. As Mr. Rogers says, find the helpers. They're always there. And um, just praying for you. And God bless.